This is for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Only Friends podcast. Just me and Conrad today. Everybody's gone. No one cares about the pod anymore. Everyone's just leaving. They're on their vacations. Actually, they are. They are on the vacations. Berkey's in Tennessee vacationing with a bunch of old guys, and <laughs> they're having an old guy sausage fest. Well, it's Berkey vacation. and LaManna. Right, in and Lamanna's for LaManna's birthday. And then um, Landon's in Florida doing Florida things on vacation, basically. And, and Chin is in the DR, basically, on vacation. Let me, everybody just so let me fucking So I'm wondering, where is my vacation? You kind of turned down a vacation. I did. You definitely turned down a vacation. I did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have a very interesting uh, podcast today. We're going to... Well, we'll just start off with a little bit of, I don't know if we'll call it news and notes, but we have some stuff to look at yeah. to start. A little something. Guapo. We've got, what do we got first? We the, got, what the fuck is this first? Oh, yeah. Light, so this happened. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, like, how do you get up from this? Like, these four... Gentlemen. Four guys were struck by lightning. Did they die? No. All of them survived. Well, that's Are they good. holding on to like a metal pole or something? They have to be, right? No, I think they're just near the tree. So, trees... so tree attracts the lightning because it's sticking up, ah. right? And then the rest is flat. But still, I mean, the odds of that happening is, is pretty low. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty insane. How do you, how do you get up from something like that? Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's easy to get up. Is that like shock therapy? It's probably similar to a taser. Do you think they planned that? They were like, they planned it. Yeah, yeah. I think they planned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life's not going too great this week, guys. I'm just going to go sit on the screen. <laughs> Hope lightning hits me. I don't know. Um, in other news, there was a, <laughs> there was a fight with some Karen activity. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently this girl fucked up her meal Uh and Karen didn't didn't like that happening. Yeah, I like how she's trying to keep it composed. Well, she said catch me outside. Right. I don't know. How would you feel? It's not very caring of her. How would you feel if somebody said, catch me outside? I would catch them outside. (laughs) Is what I would do. I I think I would just laugh until. You would laugh. I mean, of course you would laugh. What (laughs) else are you going to do? That's like the most absurd thing to say. You can't go and fight a lady outside. Well, even if it was a man. Catch me outside. Like, I'm just going to laugh. What if he said it's on sight? Kind of scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you All mean right. it's on site? You gonna shoot me or something? Oh, it's just on site. He's gonna fight you. All right, whatever. He's gonna fist you. On site. <laughs> Actually, who cares? Because if any guy said that, they would just try to fight you right there. 
Yeah, like, I, yeah they wouldn't why, let you know yeah, in person. Like, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of scared that I'm gonna get shot at because <laughs> it's right. like, you know, it's like, why wouldn't you just run to these people? Yeah, and I'm right here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Someone's asking if Berkey's Twitter is open. No, it's not. This is literally the first thing I checked. Trust me, it's the first thing I checked. He leaves us here to run the show. I'm like, well. You know, the best content is me hacking his Twitter. So let's see if I can do that. And he, uh, he's wisening. He's, a, he's evolving, one might say. Yeah, and he's even scared. He changed his password. Yeah, he's really scared. Yeah, he like, changed he's, his password. He's we tried to get into everything. We tried to get into his Tinder, his yeah. Twitter. I think he was scared. Tins. He's like shaking. Like he's like, <laughs> I have, like he's so scared. So, you know. Now we have to come up with other ideas for now, the show. Yeah. And I, I think I think this is going to be a good. So I want to preface this so that people can get their themselves ready. But we want to do a little, uh, you know, because Conrad and I are obviously really um, well-rounded and have our shit together. <laughs> We're very well-rounded non-professionals. Yeah. So when it comes down to it. So. You know, I think we should do a little, if you guys have any, like, questions, we'll do a little um, life advice by Connie and Melissa. The <laughs> I know, Guapo is the best. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not professionals. We're the most unprofessional and unqualified people to give advice. So I figured that would be a great time for you guys to ask for advice for us. So if you have any questions, save them for later. We'll have a little time to do that. Um, we have a few more news and notes to get through first, but yeah, you know, we're here. We're here. We're here for you guys. We we want to help you achieve your your best selves. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be fucking great. Since we figured. We are usually in the chat, you know, we're usually getting it popping with you guys in there. So since Berkey's not here and we have a little time to, to have some fun, why not um, include you guys in? Absolutely. You know, if we can't, if we don't get the Twitter, we have to figure something else out. I know. Like that was the only conclusion. I, I mean, it's unbelievable that he would deny us of that content opportunity. Like he changed his passwords. Like, that's well, fucked up, man. Them too. I bet we could figure it out. Yeah, we probably could figure it out. But it's fucked up. No, he actually, no, 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 no. He changed it. Like, he knows we know most of the passwords. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a new one. But, um. All right. Well, you were in Florida. Well, I was in Florida. You were in Florida. And, um, there was something that happened there that was kind of a weird a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Day two, Martin and Bryn get sit right sat right next to each other. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Will, Will's face in the background all of us. is the best. Could you imagine what? So actually, day one of um, the fifty three hundred was my first time playing with Martin. Yeah. And I realized who he was as a human. He's very Conrad like in his shit talking and stuff. Yeah. Well, like, he smokes a lot of weed. Yes, so that makes yes, sense. Yes. Yes. So he's like very outgoing and. He's very witty and quick to say shit. And the second I saw that picture, yeah. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I can't imagine what's being said well, there. Can we go back to the picture really quick? So I wanted to get your expert opinion on the body language in this photo. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, actually, I never even I didn't even look at that. So it looks like Zamani's pretty relaxed. Uh, Zamani's like, fuck this guy. Yeah, he's I've got been... his arms, you know, he's leaned back, got his leg up. It seems like he's been waiting for this moment. Yeah. Like he's just he looks like, pleased. Yeah, he knew it was going to happen. And he was just like waiting for it. He's like, all right, we're going to pop our shit now. And we have position on him, so we get to have fun right. as well. He looks pleased. And Bryn... Bryn looks like he might be ready to pounce a little bit. Well, that's because he's getting fucking harassed. Martin is no joke. Was he talking to him during this? I time? wasn't there because I didn't make day two, unfortunately. But, yo, Martin's no joke. He was popping shit. He had to have been. I just, I could tell how, his, yeah. how he gets down. So it was just like, that, they're not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> I, I, like, I wish I was there. Well, so apparently Zamani ended up busting Bryn. Yeah. That's what I heard. I mean, I think we live in a sim. What are the odds that they get sat? What are the odds those four guys get struck by lightning and those two get <laughs> sat next to each other? I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That is pretty nuts to think about. It. It's only been like, what, two months since it's happened? Yeah. They probably played like, I don't know, the same MTT five to seven times maybe? Probably. In that I mean, time I don't frame. know. Like, that's pretty wild. <laughs> it was a treat for the other seven at the table, though, I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. Absolute I treat. would love to be at that table just watching. Can you imagine? I would be live-tweeting the whole thing. <laughs> I'm surprised someone me. did it, honestly. I know. Well, Landon sort of did. Yeah, he was from afar, though, I think. Yeah. Like, pretty great. There must have been great content in that. <laughs> I know. Oh, to be a fly on the wall. All right, well, should we get into the shits a little bit? What are we doing? I mean, do you shits? have any other uh, stories, anything from Florida that you want to talk about? Any reports back? Great. Did you play MTTs? Did you play any cash? Florida was great. I played a lot of MTTs. I played all the MTTs, basically. Mm -hmm. I had an average time of, I don't know, 18 hands in all of them. Okay. Yeah, you know, right. pretty successful. It's not too bad. <laughs> A couple hours, maybe a few hours. Yeah, um, whatever. Didn't run well. A Eighteen hands, period, or V pipped. Yeah, something along those lines. What do you mean? Yeah, I asked you. Is it either or? <laughs> eighteen hands, period, or V pipped? Like you oh, V pipped. Oh, about eighteen hands, period. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So oh, not an hour. It wasn't great. Uh, okay. It wasn't great. It was okay. not a great trip. Gotcha. Didn't win any flips. So couldn't get anything going. But whatever. All right. Played a little bit of cast for like. Nighttime activity. Oh, sometimes. yeah. I saw you in Sashimi's story. Ooh, we got her ass. Yeah. It looks like you got her. <laughs> she did not look happy. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. She, yo, why does she act like she's the most action in the room? What do you mean? She's, <laughs> she acts like she's yo, action. She, she sits down. She starts talking shit to me. Oh, she's yeah. great at this. Oh, I know. She, she is, is an yeah. absolute goat when it comes to like. Getting the table but going. It doesn't and like, seem, uh, it doesn't come off as action. She's just very talkative at the table. Yes. She doesn't, she, she's open about her being nitty. Like, she'll talk about it. Not yes and no. I think it'd be more because, like, she knows, like, she plays with the same people oh, at, yeah. in Vegas or XYZ. Yeah. But when it came to Florida, she came off as so much action really? that I, lo I loved it. Yeah, you both do that. You're both fake action. Yo, relax. <laughs> I'm the most, most actionist You're in the world. You're fake action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it comes down to it, I kind of am fake action. Yeah. Well, I'm just not going to give as much action as 
some perceive I will. Correct. But I, you know, whatever. But anyway, she just sits down. She starts straddling. She's talking shit. Uh-huh. She's like trying to get the whole table to straddle. Right. It was great. She was just, she's a great person to yeah. uplift the energy in the room. Yeah, that's, that's always sure. useful at the table, having someone there to kick up the action. Also, like when it's a girl, I think their their egos have more of a chance of getting involved when a girl's being like you're nitty straddle now yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, no, that oh, shit works shit. she's like you're nitty straddle now yeah he's like okay yeah <laughs> and then you just praise them a lot when they do it and they keep doing it yeah it's pretty great pavlov straddle simple <laughs> So, Florida was a bit of a bust, but we're back in Vegas, ready to grind. We are back. We are ready to I mean, grind. What's the grind plan now? Um, that's a good question. I'm probably going to play some MTTs online, um, stay in the house for a little bit, play some 1-2 MGM. Yeah. Well, there's stack. an online series coming up. Ooh. I mean, maybe we should take a trip to Mexico or something and play some GG series stuff. Corey did send me a screenshot of that. I would be interested in that. I mean... I will travel for an online series. A live series, <laughs> you know. I will travel to another house where I can sit in my room. Right. And then go to the beach, like, instead of going to the pool when I'm done, I go to the beach when I'm done. That sounds like a perfect plan, honestly. Traveling for live MTTs? No. Traveling for online MTTs. Sounds pretty great. I think, and maybe stream some. You I think Rosarito Mexico is calling the squad's I think, name. I think so. I think it's time to take this show on the road. Wow. But even after that, there's a series in Vegas. Well, Oops. on WSOP. Okay. Online series. So yeah. it, there's a lot of online MTT action coming up. I'm actually considering switching my studies for a bit to the online MTT. The online MTT. You have to like make- yeah yeah because i'm not fuck- i'm not fucking playing live mtts you freaks <laughs> stop trying to whale hunt me into the live mtt they're so much fun how do you not want to play them they're not fun they're they- not fun you go there and you play for 12 hours you bag the next day who knows Ho- uh, maybe and then you just bust and you've waste your hourly z- zero <laughs> minus actually it's negative it's negative a lot your hourly and then you're just like okay well guess i'll do it again and then the way i look at mtt is like acupuncture you get a whole bunch, you get a whole bunch of needles stuck into you and just they keep sticking and fucking sticking and goddamn fucking sticking all over the place and then the release happens. And the release happens. The release happens. When you, when you bust. When you win a tournament. Oh, when you... T- yeah, I think that if I had... If I've won a live MTT before, or maybe even final tabled one, I would, I would understand. But instead, I've only, like, day two slash, like, min cash. <laughs> min cash plus some. Berkey said, now, now who's the Ms. Reg? It's this fucking chair. It's this chair. This is the Mizreg chair. It really is. She's but I'm but I'm jazzed on like I love online MTTs. I'm not Mizreg about that. I think that those are super fun. I love. I really like do. The- I like MTTs. I think they're really fun to like learn about, and there's a lot of different aspects you can learn about, and they're really interesting to study. 
Ooh, <laughs> look at that. Is this Mexico? Are we going to Mexico? This is Mexico, mate. What's the what's wow. the price? What's the price then? Three thirty-four night. Oh my god, we could totally do that. We need to find. That's sick. We need to find a company to. All right, um, I'm looking for a date. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who wants to come on this trip with me, it could really be a great chance for us to get to know each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it only costs five hundred a night. You just have to pay for my uh, stay. <laughs> no, just kidding. But seriously, if you want, if you want to get to know each other, uh, it could be a great time. We can play MTTs together, and then we can just hang out. It's, not, it's like whatever, not a big deal. Um, <laughs> You know, just <laughs> just pay for my pay for my trip, and and you you're in. No, there's somebody fucking took over Mac Berkey's account, but he changed all the passwords, so I don't believe that. It says solve for why, but this one's not logged in. Solve for why he logged out of literally everything. He said book it. It says solve yeah, for why. It says book it. Let's get the grindhouse set up. Berkey. Do we believe that he's really saying? Who do you think it is? I don't know. He's such a misery. It's so hard for me to fucking fathom to say he wants to go to uh, Mexico. It is, it is actually, but I think he likes like trips. So, I mean, if that's if this is the case, then let's book it. Let's. I'm in. <laughs> I I would love to play on GG for my first time. Oh my god, what's your username gonna be? You have a GG account. I have a GG. You know what mine's gonna be? Midstake Sedan. Mid stakes because we were watching. So there's a little backstory to this, but I made one time I had a really bad session, and I came back miserable. And I really wanted to watch this movie that I had watched <laughs> on the plane called Old by, and it was an M Night Shyamalan movie, and um, it was a really bad movie, objectively really bad. But I liked it, and I actually would watch it again for the third time. <laughs> I just, I think it was really entertaining and I liked the concept and whatever. It's about these people who go to an island and the island makes them age really fast and that's it. And it's not that good. And I made Landon and Berkey and they, they knew I had a, a bad day. So they did sit down and watch it with me. They were not entertained. <laughs> they were not entertained at all. And in the middle of it, so there's this character named mid-sized sedan in it and he really serves zero purpose zero he doesn't add anything to the story there's really just no reason for him to be in it so in the middle of it legit mid-sized mid sedan. sedan is the character's name he's like a rapper oh well that makes more sense right you know? and then in the middle of it <laughs> Berkey just goes and he's so serious and he's just like the inclusion of mid-stake sedan really makes no sense. And Landon and I just started dying because we're like, he's so serious talking about mid-stake sedan instead of mid-sized sedan. So my name is probably going to be mid-stake sedan. Um, I would love to go though. That would be really fun. And uh, I... I could do some streaming, maybe get back on the streaming streets. Wow, what if we all did that? We could all stream. Oh, look at this one. Magnificent beachfront house this in Baja. And we could take the dogs, too. We, we can, can drive, drive. Right? yeah. Um, How much? What? Woo, Where do you guys? 58 a night. Look at this big place. Do you know about smuggling into Mexico? Smuggling? Yeah. Smuggling what? Dogs? Well, no. I Weed? Sm uh, yeah, you know. Is, it, is that allowed? <clears throat> 
Uh, no, I don't think it's allowed. Fuck. But it's Mexico. You can get weed there. Okay. We'll be all right. Probably. <laughs> Just be careful. Probably. Well, you cartel. Yeah, be careful because the cartel is a. The cartel's about. I mean, I'd probably be friends with them anyway. They'd be cool. The cartel's about. I just need Chin to come with me because he can translate the conversation. <laughs> Please don't kill me. My name Berkey is Conrad. He says, it was a bit. When will you guys get the bit? And then someone, which I agree, said, the bit is anytime Berkey says something dumb, it's a bit. <laughs> 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 it's just a bit. It's just, just, a you, bit. just you, you don't get my advanced comedy. It's a bit. Wait, I just realized that Guapo's just sitting over there fucking hunting Airbnbs. <laughs> I know. He's doing the Lord's work over there. That's funny. Should great. we just do an Airbnb review show? <laughs> wow. Yo, Airbnb you know, scare me. Though, to do, they scare you. Yes. I was talking about it with um, somebody this weekend, and it's like, especially in like Florida and like really? other countries. You would think that uh, Florida would be not a scary Airbnb I am place. scared of fucking ground floor Airbnbs anywhere. Ground floor? Yes. Just too many bugs. Like, oh, well, that's not an Airbnb thing. That's just like a ground floor house thing. Yes. But okay. I only think. So you're that, not afraid of getting captured? No, I don't give a fuck okay, about that's, that. See, that's my, as a small woman, that's my immediate fear response is, oh, it's something to be scared of. It's being captured and sold into human trafficking. Uh, <laughs> yo, in the um, Fort Lauderdale airport, there was a message from the mayor about human, human trafficking. trafficking. Yeah, those are all over the airport. You don't have those in the bathrooms and stuff? Um, what do you do in the women's bathroom? How to spot human trafficking. It probably is in the stalls. I think I've, I think I've seen one, but I'm not sure where it was. But I didn't, I, for well, the first time, I heard it over the loudspeaker, the message. Oh. And I was just like, wow. Well, yeah, because um, the airport is a, big, is a big human trafficking sort of hub. That, you know, they're transporting. So if you, the signs usually, they say, you see like an older man who like is with a young girl and they look not related, which is funny because if my dad and I were at an airport, I bet we would be targeted for human traffickers because my dad looked nothing like me. He was completely white, like ginger. Yeah. Like what, like what age do you think like this would be? It's like anywhere from like child, child to like teenager. I mean, and a lot of times they'll be from another country or... Uh, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, you can imagine, like, if you're in an airport and you are being victim of something like this. Yeah. Wouldn't you seek help? Like, even if you're, like, 11, 12, like, wouldn't... Like, you're, you well, feel like you're scared. in a safe... But you're in a safe space after you get through... No, not really. And they have, like... Sometimes they'll have, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of risk if they were to tell somebody, but then, like, they don't get taken away from the person, then they go with them again, and then they might just, like, get murked. Yeah. For being, you know. And I guess a lot of them don't even speak English. Right. When it comes down to it. Yeah, so they'll go for people who, like, aren't citizens or don't speak English or whatever. It's actually... Find them online. So my aunt lives in North Burlington, North Carolina, and went to Walmart one day and these ladies were trying to get her to go to Bible study or whatnot. My aunt would never just talk to them, blah, blah, blah. And like comes out a week later, it goes out in the news that there were these two ladies in Walmart getting people to go to Bible study and then kidnapping them. 
Wow. Yeah, that you have to watch out for the ladies. Yeah. Because like <coughs> a lot of times they'll enlist women. Because they gain your trust easy. Right. Those women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, first of all, they fucked up by picking my aunt. This thing is a. They tried bowl. to capture your aunt. Well, if she if she had went, she oh, would have. Oh, okay. But it's like. This lady is a pit bull. Yeah. Like, I, this is like somebody, some people you just don't fuck with. Yeah. She looks like one of those people you just don't fuck with. Right. <laughs> like. They, yeah, maybe their, pro, their targeting was not. It, it was not on. It was not on at all. Not their target market. Nope. They fucked up there. But, um, yeah, that's kind of wild. Well, I mean, you never know. I personally am always on the lookout. You have to be, right? Well, yeah, for myself, but also for others. I'm like, is Especially that... Especially since you look like you're 12. Like, are you trafficking her? He's like, that's my wife. No. See <laughs> 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 a lot of those in Vegas. So <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Uh, all right, well, I would like to uh, see what the chat has to say. We could get into the shits. We get into the shits? So Conrad and I are starting a business. It's true. As of now, this we are life coaches. <laughs> Non-professional life Not coaches. Not professional. It's free, you know. I mean, free of cost. You can send Zelle if you want. It's if fine. you want to, Cash App, PayPal, any of them. You know, you'll figure Super it out. Super chats. Yeah. Well, we take it all. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we would love to hear what you guys have going on and if you have any questions or some advice or you know advice on anything all right we're here for you we are here for you let's start with this one jason jason said what should i get my wife for our 13 year anniversary Aww. it's 13 or 12 i'm not i saw it earlier what do you think well, it's so hard to say because you know your wife better than we do. But, but, but well, I mean, you can always go the designer handbag route. Ooh, it sounds expensive. It is, yeah. Well, on the high end. How about flowers and chocolate? Sure, that's good. The, the, it's very standard, the, just though. Call it I a mean, day. yeah, I'm. <laughs> I would personally be fine with that and a designer bag, but no, just kidding. It. Flowers, the gesture is what counts, right? It is true. He, he, he doesn't need to spend, you know, three, four buy-ins on this. He can probably just get away with it like a, a quarter of a buy-in. Well, it's not about what you can get away with spending. Listen, man, there's a lot it's of 13 years together. That's a lot of... There's a lot of anniversaries. There's a lot of things, you know, birthdays and stuff, Christmas. You know, if you can get away sometimes with a quarter of a buy-in present, you just got to do what you got to do, right? Well, yeah, I guess you do have to do what you have to do. Yeah. A quarter of a, I mean, flowers and chocolate is uh, probably 25 bucks total. I mean, I was thinking about the good flowers, at least. I said a quarter oh, of a buy-in. So okay. I was thinking like 250 Okay. That is, that's nice flowers. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, well, time out. Have you found any flowers outside of the guy on the corner? Yeah. Or your local supermarket? That that's cost, always where I've gotten flowers that from. That costs under $100. Like, if you go to flowers.com and stuff yeah. like that, the prices are insane Yeah. to have a bouquet or whatever. I'm just like, the first time I looked at it, I was like, 
Hmm. Maybe just chocolate. No. <laughs> I know they can and they they have flowers now. Oh, I have an idea. They have these flowers now that will last like I think they last a year. They're like roses, but they put some sort of um I don't know, they put some sort of thing on it that makes it last a year. It looks cool. Just look up roses that last year. It sounds like something we need in our household because everything we have in there just dies. In like... Well, we just need fake plants. Yeah. We just need to go fake plant shopping. We'll change that all. Someone asked, what are some of the best pickup lines that have actually worked on you at a poker table? And Conrad, what are your go-to slash favorite pickup lines? Conrad's basically married for his whole life. That's so true. I don't married. know. I don't know. But... Um, at a poker table, uh, I don't know, um, that I really have gotten any that I've worked at the poker table. Usually it's when someone is hitting on me at the table, it, I'm just sort of making a cringe face and going, <laughs> yeah. And if they're, you know, if they're good for the game, then I'll, <laughs> I'll be like, haha, yeah. And if they're not, and they're just being a dick then i'll usually snap back a little bit because <laughs> i don't actually, care if they leave it's actually funny because i've been at the table with you numerous times where guys were trying to you know uh, oh yeah remember that one but it's always been super cringe it is always really cringe there's right? never been a moment where i was like all right but listen give them a chance or like whatever never. something like that it has always been super well, yeah and there. honestly like the fact that they are um hitting on me at the table is to begin with just like not it's a little different i think if you want to sort of put out feelers like say maybe you say something flirty and passing mm -hmm. but if you're just outright like shooting your shot at the table i would say probably a no-no i wouldn't recommend doing it because it puts us in a weird position where I'm there to like make money. I'm not, uh, and it's like, I, I don't wanna have to leave the table because this has turned into um, a creepy situation. You know, an auction house on my body. <laughs> I, I don't wanna have to like think about that. I would yeah, prefer course. to just think about playing. So yeah, I would say overall, don't hit on a woman at the table i think that flirty little things in passing i mean you have to be you're playing first of all you're playing poker for god's sakes you should be a little bit socially aware so uh, although i know a lot of poker players are not so socially aware so maybe it's like a little bit of a contradiction but yeah. you you gotta be able to subtly throw stuff in and then see the reaction like yeah. if they Sounds respond right. in a flirty way back okay, maybe after or when you're leaving or whatever, maybe you get their number or something. But if they are like not into it, just take the hint. Don't convince yourself that, oh, maybe they just didn't hear me or something. <laughs> yeah, like, that's don't don't a lot do of that. Like, don't do that. They did hear you, but just move on. Yeah. Um, poker players aren't the best at Yeah. Yeah. Berkey's actually been going off. <laughs> 
What was he saying? Well, he was saying some of the best pickup lines that you have gotten. Oh, shut up, Berkey. I've been playing one, two for 15 years. <laughs> Can you tell Berkey I said hi? Yes. <laughs> right? These are these are things. Yes, these have happened. Actually, the pickup line that that guy used was, I thought it was pretty good until I realized that he actually, like, he admitted to me on our first sort of date thing that he actually is completely playing the numbers game. I, well, first of all, why would you say this on a date? This is so weird to say on a date. This was funny. But he <laughs> said, uh, you know, like, sometimes I'll just go to the mall and then just, like, give a bunch of people my number and, like, see what happens. And I'm just like, oh, so I'm not special because he <laughs> just saw me and was like, I think you dropped this and then, like, gave me his number. And I thought that was so, like, cute. I'm like, of course, like, I'm so... Like, I'm very cynical with this stuff, but then well, as soon as something like that happens, oh, it's the beginning of our love story, and this is how it starts, and this is what I'll tell my children when I talk <laughs> about how I met their father. Because I, know, I don't know them at all, but I'm totally projecting this love story onto them. And then it just turns out that's just, that's just what they do every day. They go, they go around and do that to everybody every day. Yeah, it's kind of... Um... It's all about volume. Someone's, yeah, it's a numbers <laughs> game. Yeah, see, I'm not, weird. like, in my, in my delusional brain, I'm thinking, I'm special. Like, they saw me, and they were like, that's my wife. <laughs> like, that did not happen. And what, did, what was your Reel thoughts after that, 24 hours after the date? I was done with it. <laughs> I was like, he can't even close. <laughs> that's what I thought. Because I was ready to get into it. You were ready for the shits? Yeah. Understood. I, th I could have done without the date, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't really need the chicken fingers and whatever it was. <laughs> I was fine with just going to his place or something, which is probably a reason why I, I have this issue to begin with. Because yeah. I, you know. It happens. You gotta hold, you gotta, let me, them, you know, you gotta make them wait a little bit, probably. Understood. <laughs> Just sit back and uh, get, get to know someone maybe before before saying, oh, he's my husband. Wow. That's, this is a step in the right direction. I know. I'm learning. Wow. You know, I, 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 it's clear through my time on this podcast, <laughs> I've learned some stuff about myself. One, that I need therapy. <laughs> like, I definitely need therapy still. But that's okay. Don't we all? We all need a little therapy. I mean, as you saw in that video earlier, they needed shock therapy. Yeah, I might need a lobotomy, but, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, I am learning. Yeah, I'm learning. It's a slow process. You know, we're, we're going to... Basically, I've just decided I'm going to focus only on my money. And whoever comes along, comes along. And whoever leaves, leaves. But sure. I hope to sit on a fat, eye-searing pile of cash. Wow, an eye-searing pile of yes. cash. Yes. And, and, and then who cares? He comes, he goes. Doesn't he matter. won't know about my pile. It's smart. But I'll have it. <laughs> and no one will know. I could have it now. You guys do don't it. even know. I think... Um... What if you're so what are what are your tips if someone wants to hit on somebody or shoot their shot? Don't do it at a poker table. Yeah, don't That's do it at a poker table. That's super sketch. Like 
It just well, any situation where so say I feel the same way with an employee working anything where they yes. have to stay there Anytime or, or they in. you know they have a separate incentive to stay there. Mm -hmm. Not good. Yeah. Because they kind of feel a little trapped. Yeah, you don't want to trap anybody yeah. ever probably. Yeah. It definitely seems like the way to go. I I kind of feel bad for women that like get hit on a table because like I know there's nowhere for them to go and it's just like. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Get up and leave this Especially table. Especially if you're like running bad or something, and it, I don't know, it's just sort of annoying. Like, not that running bad should make you, you know, in a worse mood or whatever. But there was one night when I was at the win, and I was sort of just not feeling it. I was kind of tired. It was like towards the end of my session. It wasn't going that well. Um, and this guy, like, I won a pot. It was not a crazy thing or anything. And this guy goes um where's your smile why aren't you smiling or something and i was because <laughs> i'm stuck balls i was feeling a little snippy <laughs> as one might say so i just said you're not paying me are you if you're paying me i'll smile for you but otherwise i don't work for you and he was just like whoa what's her problem women are always like this why are women always like this i'm like well, maybe if women are always like this to you that's like more of a reflection of your demeanor. Yeah, the real problem there is he wouldn't ask the guy that just wanted to table, exactly. why aren't you smiling? That's so like, the that's thing. the issue. And it's like... There's a bunch of other guys at the table and he didn't ask any of them why they weren't smiling. That was, that's actually my favorite story of a guy hitting on you at the table. Which one? When, um, I think it was a Russian kid in seat one at MGM. I know we have so many MGM Chronicles yeah. stories. We really should have vlogged it. We, should we should we, do, should we grind this promotion and vlog it? Wow, is that is that what we're gonna do? That seems kind of like a good idea. It seems like a fucking genius idea, but we just have to do it. Because there's so many like, I mean, most of the time it's fucking boring and you're playing against nit rags, but like, there's a lot of random funny stuff that happens. Like, remember that old Asian guy who got? This was the funniest. The, the guy who goes, you're a very good boy, man. Uh, <laughs> so there was this old Asian guy, amazing action, just ha was like 2K deep at 1-2, um, just splashing around. But he ended up getting on one guy's nerves. He, he was being very loud. He was super drunk. But he was he knew what was going on more than he let on. He was you know, hamming up the drunkness a little bit. Yeah, he just seemed like an L.A. cash player yeah. you know like whatever just and plays a lot what did he do to make that guy so angry um i think he oh, he touched, touched him, him. Yep. oh because the guy was showing was lifting up his cards and he was like about to sh expose them preemptively mm -hmm. so he he like put put his hand on his arm and he's like don't touch me because he yep. was already annoyed with him he for had being just loud. stacked him or something he just stacked him yeah so he's like don't touch me and they ha kind of were like having a little, yeah, the guy was just you know, they were arguing. Yeah. And, uh, and then he goes, just don't say anything to me for the rest of the time I'm here. And then the old Asian guy goes, what about, you're very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, and then the guy like cracked a smile and then, and then they ended up like fist bumping. And then you know, he's like, started... see, you're a very good boy, man. <laughs> uh, you know, when he first said you were very handsome, 
We fucking lost it. Yeah. I know I was on the floor personally. Oh, he goes, oh, what about you're very handsome? <laughs> <laughs> the guy just, it was so like unexpected that the guy just like cracked a smile and then they were friends. It was so great. You're a very good boy. Yeah. You're, oh, you're a very good boy, man. He, after he, because he apologized. He was like, I'm sorry. I got so annoyed. It's like, okay. That guy was great. He was there for like three days in a row. I loved that guy. And we had so, guy. so much fun. so great. Yeah. I love you. Well, him. you got most of his money. That doesn't matter. Nobody cares about where the money goes to. It's all about having fun uh-huh. and, you know, living in the yeah. life, living that experience yeah. of playing poker at the right. MGM sometimes, you know? It's just like, thanks for the money. <laughs> I can't believe you, you also won 5K from just flopping. 5K at 1-2 from just flopping, um, you, just, just flopping a royal. Not a big deal during the time that they had a specific promotion. To, so tell me, you manifested that, right? Well, obviously. Yeah. You want to know the sickest part about that shit? The guy who runs the room, Marty, texts me, or I was talking to him later on that day, and he says, or it might have been Earl, regardless, they go to me, you know we were going to make that 25K, the flopper oil? I was like, that's 5X what I got. What the fuck? Wait, 25K? They were going to make it 25K if you flopped oh, a royal. Oh, shit. And that would have been so crazy. That would have been nuts. Like, how good do I, would I? <laughs> I mean, you should have flopped the steel wheel. At least that was 10. Running bad, man. Was it? Yeah. Steel wheel was 10 to en- encourage people to play like deuce four and stuff like that. I didn't know that. If I knew that, I would have flopped you the steel wheel. I know. Wheel. You should have, you manifested it. the wrong one. The this next is time. fucked up. I need... People to start putting their promotions on the front door yeah. when I well, walk in you, so you I forgot. understand what I need to manifest. Right. I'm not there to pay the extra rake for the promotion or anything. Like, I'm not there for that shit. It's $2 a hand. I play a lot of hands. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. But if I understand the promotion, I can manifest what I need to, you know, exactly. be rake free for the night. Right. So, so that was what you should have manifested. Well, now I just. But at least you, you manifested something. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of upset nothing. because I could have gotten. <laughs> I was trying so hard for the steel wheel. I was just playing like deuce four under the gun. Like I was like, I'm gonna flop the steel wheel, you guys. And I didn't. I mean. The guy next to me flopped quads though. I think that was like 500 bucks. I don't know, whatever. But right now they have a- quads gets flopped it seems. I know. Actually, I'm really like, oh look, the secret. Conrad actually wrote that. (laughs) Um. It's weird because I feel like I've flopped quads live a bunch. But I, I don't feel like I flop quads live or online that much, which is weird because you play more hands online. Yeah. I was playing, um, when I was playing cast this weekend or whatever week, I think I saw like four flopped quads because there was a promotion going on. So everybody was just showing them all the time. Uh-huh. And I was just like, what in the fuck is going on? This is crazy. I and know. then I turned quads. I was just like, I flopped quad aces in a bomb pot once. I actually flopped quads in a bomb pot twice. Once was with aces, once with fives. Well, this isn't a great feeling. Is it a double board? One was double board. That's. Which is nice because you're locked up on one board. Yeah. So you, if you can get them off the other board, then you win. But. Uh, it kind of feels like a waste of quads if you fucking heads up. Well, the other one actually, <laughs> I ended up getting because the other guy had kings. It was like five, five, eight or something. And he wasn't, he was not letting go of his king. So. All right. Well, that's, 
It's nice though when you flop quad. It is. <laughs> it is nice, especially if you are like, usually when you flop quads, like they don't really have much else. So you kind of just get a fold on the flop. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And now you get some action and you, mm -hmm. might, you might even be good on the other board with you, whatever. Yeah. I actually think I was. I think I won with, with the aces on the that's, other board. That's a good feeling. <laughs> that's Someone a good asked feeling. you specifically. Ooh. Um, where is it? How do you feel about giving off false tells? I have a similar image as action in my games, and I know my opponents, I know how to get them to fold or call, but I don't think it's ethical. Of course it is. It's part of poker. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where there's like a line. I mean, in your head, there's a line. Yeah. And you have to I understand agree. that there is no line. Because, like, we're playing for money. Right. And, like, they, your opponents are going to take all take as many edges as they can if they're thinking about it. Yeah. So you need to do the same. Yeah. And if it comes down to you, you got to give somebody the, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh. That never works when I try it. I, I, it works so well. <laughs> and I don't, I don't do it much, but it's like, when somebody is just on that, like, edge and all they need is me to drop my shoulder a little bit, uh -huh. my shoulder's going down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a weird feeling, but at the same time, it's going to happen to you, so you have to do it. Yeah, that's the thing with it's like it's because it's zero sum if you're not doing everything in your power to win and they are you're gonna lose yeah. it's so it's sort of obviously angling is not good but i think if you have, I mean, it's the same thing with going off of um, I don't like live reads and stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's angling because you're giving, because somebody else is looking at you for a read. So how is it, it can't be angling right, at all. Right, exactly, it's, it's, yeah. It's, somebody's looking at you for a read and you're going to give them a, for, a false, whatever, mm -hmm. a false tell. And like, that is part of the game. Like, you know, it's, there's, it's weird because like, I do not like to do this all the time. Like, yeah. I definitely do feel like I'm just oh, I know that I'm like not going to be able to balance them well like like fake tells and real tells and whatever so I just kind of try and stay as still as possible like both scenarios because otherwise I'm like getting to in my head about trying to balance yeah. tells and stuff I, I'm, I'm very like I have like two and two like two for fold two for call and like mm -hmm. I kind of just go off of those two and just bounce off of them. And it's like, whatever. Yeah, you, I really don't know. Like, you're usually laughing on the river when you're all in. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what this means, really. I mean, I'm always laughing. But yeah. it's just like the other things that, because like people don't look at my laughing at it as anything because I don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. So like, it's the other things that you give off. Like, Someone told me I have a neck tell. Are you Brian Lamana? <laughs> no, he has an eye tell. He looks like a deer in the headlights. That, that. <laughs> I have kings. Yeah. Help! <laughs> Except for I was playing that hand versus him, and I didn't see it, and everyone else did. So you gotta pay more attention. To, I know. It goes you gotta pay show. more attention. It's... I should have paid more attention. Maybe I would have bet bigger on the river. <laughs> I did get that check reason. I was trying to double check. I was trying to triple check raise the tortoise, which is just a. That's, you can't do. That's not the person you triple check raise. The check. 
Twitter's but I thought it would be bet. so cool to triple check raise on Poker Out Loud. If you got a fucking triple check raise Imagine. in on the tortoise. Imagine. On the tortoise. It's almost, it's just almost worth it like, to try, I think, it's because of the glory. It it's definitely worth it to try. I would, I would agree there. Because, like, if you got it through. It, it would be legendary. It's legendary. A ch triple Absolutely. check raising the tortoise. Like, you, the tortoise bet three times is what you're telling Dude, me? yeah. Like, that's that's some legendary. Well, he didn't shit even right bet there. the turn. I check raised the flop, and my straight came in on the turn. He didn't even bet. It's like he soul read me. <laughs> but he did call my river bet. But I think I could have gotten more. Yeah, well, obvious. Yeah, it kings. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was that strong, but everyone you... else did because they saw his face before before the hand started. Yo, know, the moment the hand happened, she's just in the group. Oh my god, Brian has kicked. He's doing this deer in the headlight yeah. thing, Bernie. He knew it wasn't aces because he was like, there was a slight fear in his eyes, yeah. like of the ace coming on the flop. It's so funny because people are so afraid of the ace coming on the flop when they have kings, but like, I'm the big blind. Like, I don't have that many aces. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to raise a lot of them. So if an ace comes, you're probably still good. Probably, probably fine. You just got to hold on. Hold on, hold on, on, hold on, tortoise. We're going for a ride. It's true, it's true. We got any more questions in here? Hmm, let's see. Um, what else do we have here? Um, Conrad reads. No, I do not actually. You are correct. I should ask for a um, a recorded. Message. An audio book. Yeah, I need a recorded, recorded message. message. <laughs> I need a recorded message at all um, the front of poker rooms. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that's how. Oh uh, well, we have the somebody wants to get an update on Chin and and witness he protection. In witness protect he is. Yes. He it's true. um. Yep. He witnessed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Did this happen in the DR? No, it was here. That's why he went to the DR. Uh, wait. We're not supposed to know where he is. Oh, he's not in the DR, he's no, a, he's and not. his name is not Chin. And no. We don't know actually who that is. We've never met. I've never met anyone named Chin. The, I totally <laughs> thought Chin was an Asian guy. I think his new name We've is Dexter Morgan. That, his name's Morgan? Dexter Morgan. Oh. You know who Dexter Morgan is? From Dexter? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just context clues. I've never seen it. You've never seen Dexter? You no. would fucking love it. You're a sick fuck. I know. You would absolutely love it. I do. Like, I do love that. Do you know stuff. what it's about? He kills people, but but they deserve it. Yeah. So he's a <laughs> forensic scientist that only kills people that des or get that get away with crimes and uh -huh. deserve pain. Right. And it is so fucking good. I can't believe you've never seen it. Like it's bloody. It's gory. I, know, I used to like watch a lot more TV before poker. <laughs> Now all my free time is just poker. It's I mean, like if I'm not doing poker stuff in my free time, I'm like, what are you doing with your life? I stopped watching TV for a while. But funny enough, the last two days I've been just like watching TV. Yeah. And I've been watching like The Rookie. Don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah, it's, it's a really stupid TV show about a 46-year-old cop or something like that. that is, it's his first year on the job. Uh-huh. Makes me feel good. What can I say? Okay, yeah. <laughs> it takes so much attention. I, I like reality TV because it doesn't take that much attention to follow along what's going on because they're so stupid and <laughs> the storylines are so dumb and simple that I can just sit there and zone out and it's just cheap entertainment. Like, so if I'm going to watch 
TV in my free time, it's probably that because I've probably spent the rest of the day using grinding my gears all day until I want to bleed out of my eyes and ears. So <laughs> I'm ready to just shut it off. All right. But I do appreciate a good drama or series. I yeah. like, especially if it's well done. I do appreciate good TV writing. Yeah, I'm big into like TV series. Like I've seen them all. From, yeah, you really have seen them all. I have seen all the good ones from. Do you watch know. TV when you play poker? Um, online sometimes. Do you do you listen to stuff? I use it as background noise. That's, yeah. that's how I've watched actually a lot of my TV shows, kind of just background noise while I'm doing other things. But, um, yeah. If either of you weren't in poker, what would you do? That's a great question because I dropped out of college. I dropped out of high school. I had, <laughs> I had two semesters left. I had three years left. Yeah. So, you, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're, you know, our resumes are not the best. I would love to see, like, our resumes, like, just show them on the pod our resumes just laughable i mean mine i have uh i worked at par a party store that was my first job filling up balloons for seven dollars an hour okay. um and then i worked at a, a jewish orthodox <laughs> jewish which actually you know a lot about orthodox jewish communities um <laughs> i i <laughs> I worked at Orthodox Jewish camp, but I was just working in the office, which was actually a... Wait, they let you work? Yeah. They just really needed help or something? Yeah, my friend's dad, like, partially owned the camp, so that's how I got the job there. Gotcha. But that was a little bit of a pay raise. I think I got eight or ten an hour. Were you looked at differently? Um... No, actually, they were very accepting of me. Okay. Uh, they, there was a separate room for eating in. You were in a separate room for well, eating? Yeah, because they, they can't have their food touch. I don't know what the rule is, something, uh. you know, something or other. And so I did the transportation planning there, which is a very tedious process of, of printing out an Excel. It's so fucking inefficient. It made me <laughs> want to blow my eyes out because I... I cannot stand like when there's a more efficient way to do something, but they won't let me do it. So yeah. I have to sit there and check off each one manually by hand instead of just like using the search function on the computer because that's too complicated for them and they don't trust it. So I had to like mark off everything on a piece of paper, print it out the Excel sheet, and then type it back in because, you know, that makes sense. So I was doing that. And then I developed a severe Clash of Clans addiction during that time. So I almost got fired because I was on Clash of Clans all the time okay. while, during my job. I've had a couple jobs in my life. I um, was my mother's medical assistant. Um, she was a pediatrician. I did that for a couple of years. At, at, actually, at that time, I was also a manny. I used to babysit. That does not surprise me. You're very maternal. Like, I was um, <laughs> very maternal. You are. I used to babysit for, like, um, a couple of actresses and actors and um, bangers in downtown Manhattan. And Famous people? Did you have to sign NDAs? I did not sign any NDAs. Oh, so who were they? I don't feel right saying oh, okay. it. Okay. But there are a couple. Julianne Moore? I don't know. I don't know. Julianne Moore? <laughs> It's the only famous person I saw when I was living in New York. <laughs> She's uh, from, I don't know, she's got red hair. Okay. I actually saw a lot of famous people 
um, actors and actresses because my mom used to be their pediatrician. Okay. She worked in downtown Manhattan in Tribeca, so there was a lot of that. Yeah. And I will say the only one I didn't like, Usher. Really? Yep. He, Usher, what? He was rude? He was just diva. Oh, okay. Straight I could up, see that. Straight up diva. I could see Usher being a Everybody diva. Everybody else I came in contact with, super cool. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I had the the party store job, which was I almost got fired because I worked with my my like best friends from high school, and my friend would be like talking to somebody, like helping them, and then we would spray his butt with like water, so he had like a big water stain on his butt, and then he would walk to show them wherever like whatever wherever the thing was, and he'd just be walking with this huge water stain on his butt. Yeah, I feel like you in a party store working is not the best idea yeah friends. Like, yeah because i was like working with all my like shithead friends and we just well you we just, just like, tapped into the helium yeah we did the helium all the helium. time yeah <laughs> all the time i mean you have to i mean that's like probably the perk of the job right yeah <laughs> well then so i had the party store the camp and then i worked at uh luke's lobster i like the place that was good. That was a good job. I got a lot of free food and um, pumpkin ale. Cause that one was the highest alcohol percentage, so I would drink that one <laughs> on the job. And then uh, I worked at a thrift store. And actually... A thrift store? Yeah. What was that like? So people would bring their clothes in, and then I would have to be like, this is ugly, this is out of season, your clothes are poorly taken care of we're not taking this or I would have to give them price everything and then give them a slip that they were completely not happy with because it was way less money than they expected <laughs> and then either way I was getting yelled at by the customer so, so you loved it yeah so our <laughs> boss well I loved it because our boss actually was like super it, she wasn't chill I would not describe her as chill she was very unchill but she also um did not allow like if people were rude to us we were allowed to be rude back Okay. So that was nice. At least we could defend ourselves against. Like, people were just always going to be unhappy when their clothes are being turned away. We we're telling them they're out of season or, you know, not going to sell well. But that job was great, too, because I got a 55% discount on everything. And we got to price everything. So if I really wanted something, I could price it pretty low and still get 55% on it. And it never went on the floor. It was just directly into my box to buy. I had the same thing at Macy's when I was like 11. Well, I used to be able to price everything in the room. You worked at Macy's at 11? No, no, that no, 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 no. Was. It was probably like 12, 13, actually. Um, we used to walk in and we used to say that it was when they didn't have the um, tag. <laughs> oh, it's like when you <laughs> so switched the shoes in the box. The tags, yeah. And we used to say that everything was on the 70 plus 50% right. off rack. And we used to walk out with, I don't know couple hundred dollars worth of clothing yeah. for absolutely nothing yeah it was it was my job at macy's that was your job <laughs> yeah it was your job at macy's it wasn't plato's closet it was um uh beacon's beacon's closet beacon's closet yeah plato's closet is all over the place huh yeah it's a it's a franchise okay because the only time i've ever seen it was in wilmington north carolina i feel like yeah one time this woman came in so it was in brook it was in park slope um right by barclays center okay 
And this woman came in one time, like just so cracked up and she, my coworker is pregnant and she was telling my coworker she's gonna like eat her baby. And she was knocking all the racks over and, and like throwing tags all over the place. I wasn't there, but I saw the video. Everyone took videos and stuff. And they're like, oh my God, this baby, or this lady tried to eat her baby. <laughs> so crazy. New York was a fun, New York's there, a wild place. It, there's just so much that happens every day. You sort of start to get numb to like these crazy events happening in front of you every day. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's someone with like blood pouring out of their face. Like, oh, whatever. It's just another day. New York builds character. Yeah, That's but it, it also makes you really numb to people, I think. Like, I, you sort of just get used to seeing so many people and everyone living on top of you that you kind of. You just sort of lose a bit of empathy <laughs> yeah no for sure especially when you fucking hate half of them because yeah they're all assholes right yeah <laughs> it's and like one time i fell like right on my face and no one even stopped you probably deserved it honestly i did i didn't tie my shoes well <laughs> and they, i tripped on my lace i my, my shoe was untied i was in a rush and i tripped on my lace so i stepped on my lace with the other shoe and i just tumbled forward my hand was all bloody Looks like Negreanu's hand after that fake stampede or whatever. <laughs> it's just kind of like New York, just like yeah, it just desensitizes you to people. You're yeah, one hundred and ten percent right. Because yeah. like everything, like you just don't want to, you don't want to talk to people. No, and like, you, everyone's always in a rush. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not really in a rush, you're in you, a rush. You are because you want to get home. You don't want to be in the subway or around all these people walking around in in shit puddles and stuff. Like yeah. you just want to be home. Yeah, New York. It's, it's a wild spot. I kind of, I love it and I hate it so much. I know, much. it's so love-hate. Because it's like, when you're away from it, it sort of feels that romanticized feeling again. Where yeah. you're like, oh, New York. But then you, when you're living there, like, how is this healthy? Yeah, I just have to be extremely, extremely, extremely wealthy. Yeah. And like to live it the correct way. Other than that, it's a fucking hustle. Yeah. It is a two it jobs. Is. Oh, like, yeah. Sell drugs on the side, hustle. It is. <laughs> like, everybody has to do something. It's stressful. And it's like, is this the life anybody wants to live? You got out of Miami, you don't have to do anything. I know. <laughs> like, red's cheap. Well, and then coming out here, I was shocked at how much space you could get for the price. Yeah. I was used to like 2K plus is a studio or whatever. Here it's a fucking two bedroom house. House, yeah. Yeah. With a backyard. Maybe you might get a pool for 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's a huge difference. And like the quality of life I kind of find is way better out here. And for what it's worth, I've never lived in Manhattan. I've always lived on like the outskirts in like Jersey or whatnot. Uh-huh. And I lived in a few different places in Manhattan. Yeah. The worst was Kipps Bay because I was right by all those hospitals. So it's like 31st and 1st. Okay. And it's just like all like the NYU hospital, this hospital, it's just so many hospitals and sirens all day. All the time. Man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't miss that's, living that's there. That's the other thing, like the, the noise. Like you just, is there a place in the city that's quiet ever? <laughs> like 
Yeah, I mean, Park Slope was pretty quiet. Well, that's another in suburb. Brooklyn. Yeah, that's a, like not Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan is just so condensed. So many people. right. Upper East Side's a little bit. I quiet. love Park Slope. Park Slope is extremely nice. I really like those Park condo Slope. like um well, and townhouses. Prospect Park is right there. Yeah, which is really nice. It's love that area. that's like you feel like you're not in the city. I used to take Rudy there like every day to the dog beach, and he would swim. Yeah, I like the other side. Um, Brooklyn Heights. Uh-huh. Like right by that pier. Mm-hmm. I love that area. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it a big, was... I'm a big fan of Brooklyn, actually. I like Brooklyn a lot. Williamsburg. Uh huh. RT. Roberta's Pizza uh-huh. is there, which yeah. is, I think about it at least four times a week. I don't know what the name of the bagel shop is, but it's so good. It's right off the L train. And it's like this huge bagel shop. To die for. Um, I love my bagels, bagels and pretzels. Do you get locks? Funny enough, you asked me that. The first time I ever tried locks was when my boy Maddie Waxy made me a locks croissant sandwich. Just this past just trip. this past weekend. You had never tried locks. I had never tried. Locks. How are you from New York? You never tried locks. Well, he told me it's because I'm not Jewish. Get a good schmear with some locks, some capers, some Yo, onions. It was so good. So good. That I literally ordered an avocado lock sandwich the next day. Yeah. It was so good. It is. It's very good. It's sushi, sashimi at breakfast. Sure. Yeah. You could, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. You could say that. Like, I, I feel like I've been missing out my whole life. Yeah, you have. It's. You have to go with the capers and the onions, though. What are capers exactly? I don't really know. They're little balls. I have some in the fridge. Oh, is it the, um, they look like eggs, kind of? like. Yeah, they look like, sure. Yeah, they right. look like frog eggs. Fro- kind all right, of. yeah, like yeah. fish eggs. Yeah. Okay. All right. But they're really salty. All right, guys, what else do you need advice on? Yeah, what else is going on here? Let's. We talked about reputation at the table. <laughs> I love the pod, but it tilts me when the title just says "Only Friends Pod" with Matt Berkey. <laughs> when Matt Berkey is in the Smokies, not smoking anything. I know. <laughs> Yo, I read that off so well. I'm so proud of that myself. That was good. Yeah, not even uh, a hitch. I'm gonna give myself a round of applause. Someone for that said one. capers look like rat turds. <laughs> that that's not I, true. I mean, yeah, this kind of is. Just right. not. Well, it seems like we don't have any more questions in here. You guys are obviously all um, fucked because you're not asking for the advice of the yeah, non-professionals. Yeah, I mean, this is such a rare opportunity to get advice from such. We have our lives together so much and are so, you know, we are esteemed um, life coaches that people pay a lot of money for our one-on-one coaching. That's true. Wait, people pay you? <laughs> well, now. Not yet. Not yet. All right, all right. The, life, the life coaching thing is interesting. I know a lot of people who uh, went into that field. And I, it confuses me a bit, a, a little bit. Yeah. Because 
I have a, my best friend is in school to become a therapist. Okay. And there's I see the process that she's having to go through of getting all these hours and doing all the schooling and, you know, just to be licensed to do therapy. And then these people are out, coming out of the woodwork named, you know, bare medicine child mm -hmm. and they're charging a thousand dollars an hour for like a spiritual song coaching sound bath lesson for to heal your life is this our pivot i don't know no one's asking freaking questions <laughs> that's because they want to pay a thousand dollars an hour here i know, I know. <laughs> people don't like stuff for free it's it's ridiculous <laughs> like is a life coach a non a non-professional therapist yeah i mean they they pretty much are like they should it sh it seems like something that shouldn't really be allowed because i should say non-licensed not non-professional but yeah yeah it shouldn't be allowed. they are they're not licensed but they're i think to an extent let's say you're coaching on you're co doing a career coaching or you're doing a specific type of coaching that is not dealing with mental health stuff mm -hmm. then it should be fine i think but if you're saying that you can like someone should go off all their medication and you're going to cure them with your sound bath i don't think that's i don't think that's a like what life coaches are putting out it is oh they are <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> that's some shit right there. Oh, we have a question. This is a pretty good one. Most right. degen gambling moment? Most? I think that we have good answers for this. Hmm. Most? You don't really degen like pit stuff, though. You degen like poker. <laughs> like higher stakes. Yeah. I just shoot You'll higher. play like high stakes <laughs> of a game that you don't know how to play, and that's like your degen. That is my degen. Like, that's because I also I was bad growing like coming up kind of. Oh, you did I kinda, a lot of. I just kind of felt like I degen in every moment in every way. Yeah. Like I did a lot of sports, um, betting here and there. Uh, I'd go down to play baccarat and stupid shit like that, mm -hmm. and just like it was all one gamble for me growing up when I was dealing. Like it didn't right. matter. It was just because you were making so much dealing too. Yeah, so you so would just go and try and run it up even more. Like, and then if you busted, you didn't really care. It had, it had no effect on me. Yeah. It was just like, okay, back in the box. And I like, got stake a couple people in the game mm -hmm. and just like keep doing it. And that was my way of gambling. And that was my way of like getting, uh, I guess, a fix. Oh, yeah. I fucking know. But like, yeah. That's, it was all, mostly it was all through poker. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like that's, where i would lean now because i had a i mean i feel like i dipped real hard into the pit games and the gambling the minus ev gambling and then i dipped real hard out so i sort of got the i feel like i've gotten the full experience i've i've gone every route i can in that arena where i i've you know, I banked a slot for 50K and then I lost all of it plus some and then I went back up and, and it was just like, so it, you really, uh, it, you get into a state of mind that is not pleasant to be in. It's Fuck no. it not you're, fun. You're literally on a fucking, um, 
depending on where you are in your life, and probably it's not the best place when you're doing stuff exactly. like this. Exactly. You're usually you're, escaping or something. Reality. Yeah, reality. So, like, you're literally just on a rope, swinging from bridge to bridge. Right. <laughs> hoping that it doesn't snap. Yeah, and it's uh, the way I see it now is you're kind of loaning your money to um, a nefarious house that is gonna like give you back some of it at some point maybe but maybe not and it's like okay this seems like a bad deal for me it's just horrible it's bad but i ran really good when i first like tried that stuff so i thought that i uh i thought i had it figured out that i was just the chosen one well, and that's never good. That's <laughs> never good when you think that. I know you were into slots. Did you ever um, Do fuck other around games? other places? Um, I had a, I, a couple of blackjack sessions, but I never really got, like, the slots was the only thing I really got the, the bug with. Okay. That was the one thing that hooked me because I, it's just so, um, I like, Things my brain loves things that are really repetitive and the intermittent uh, dopamine and all that. So the lights and everything it got me. Got you. Got the me. The fucking got, lights. And 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 also it you you plays mind games with you because you convince yourself that you, your pattern recognition has picked up on this and you know something that other people don't. It's like that is so <laughs> fucking. Dumb. I mean, yeah, I've been there, but now it's lots. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, now that I've I'm play well, I've played a lot more live poker now. Now I'm playing online mostly because I'm trying to up my skills a bit and do some assessing, so get a little sample to look at. But um, I realize that a lot of people who are playing live poker would have a much better ROI playing slots. <laughs> Some people are losing 20, 30, 40, 50% probably the way they're playing. Whereas mm-hmm. slots, you'll lose single digit percent. Really? It's only that, it's that small? Yeah, the holdback is, I don't know, it depends on the place, but it's usually like, um, like the RTP is like the return to player and yeah. a lot of them will have like 90 to 96%. Interesting. Somebody has a question for you. Yeah. Do you, or have you ever, wish there was another female in the midst of the South for Y household? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, be, I do find it to be um, comforting when another woman comes to the house because there's just like certain things that they'll get that guys won't get I don't know what exactly but yeah I think you know I don't I'm used to being around guys a lot I grew up that way in like a group of guy friends and then I would try and go be friends with girls and then it would like go terribly and they would make fun of me for trying (laughs) so that was sort of my cycle that I went I I had a bunch of different groups of girlfriends that I like would try and fit in with and then they would be like what are you doing like why are you trying to be a girl right now and like they would like make fun of me because I what it did feel very uh, sort of unnatural for me to be like doing a lot of girly stuff but I I also think it's so important to especially being in a male-dominated industry and being i live with all guys 
it's I have to have like females that I talk to normal like regularly or I will feel like weird like I feel like a part disconnected from a part of myself so I have to like reconnect with that but I feel I feel in my brain very like neutral like I don't feel like so you would just want another female in the house for, for a female friend? Yeah. Okay. Not because we're all assholes or anything? No. All right. I'll just make it sure. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> it would be fun to be, like, have a woman to gang up on you guys with. But other than that, it would be, I don't know, it would be nice. I don't really care. Because in my brain, I really feel it, an equal mix of male and female. I don't really Maybe feel either way. Move in. Jenna. Oh, that'll be fun. Wait, why didn't I ask Jenna to be on the pod today? <gasps> we should have brought Jenna. Jenna's on. coming on the pod tomorrow. Everybody is in for a treat. Jenna has a fucking library of Berkey and Lamana videos that we're going to somehow get into tonight. I know she has a special one of Chin. Oh, man, this is going to be really great. We're okay, going to have so we have much to fun ask tomorrow. Her. I'm going to actually get her to work right now. And we're going to start this up. Someone said I'm like Elaine on Seinfeld. Who's Elaine? Which one? The only woman. <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> Somebody asked, I saw a question earlier. It was about poker. Um, oh, that I play bigger cash games now. What was the process of going from lower stakes to mid and higher study-wise and getting the confidence to move up? I played a lot of hours at um, MGM 1-2. Like, a lot. And I would go back and play that now. Like, I... I I don't, I'll play anything. Like if I'm playing bigger, like I'll probably sell some of myself because, well, I have to, just bankroll wise, it doesn't make any sense. But also um, I think just getting the hours in live, like I really did not feel comfortable live. I, I, and I, I still feel at home playing online. That's just, I grew up playing computer games and like video games and it just, my brain loves that. But I also know live is like extremely profitable and it's also a better lifestyle. Just live cash is a much a healthier grind than online playing online. Mm -hmm. um, but you'll get less hands in. And I did find that after playing a bunch of only live, I my and I was not studying enough during that time. My game kind of fell apart. And like I, I realize that now that I'm back playing like I'm just I'm grinding out hands online right now to try and get a sample like a big enough sample to look at and really assess so I'm in this point where it's so fucked up in my head right now like when I go play one two MGM there mm -hmm. is a certain way one can play and just win all the money yes well when you you I think have a, a play style that is that at one two like you just that is one, the one, big big low stakes games like that play bigger yeah. is like your wheelhouse i think yes now i love playing in the best game available you know of course so, biggest best whatever the case may be there's no translation there's no room to like really bring the fuckery that happens here anywhere else what do you mean like to other games? Yeah. The like bigger games? Bigger games. Sure there is. I mean... People fuck around in, in 510, like, a lot. It's just a matter of, like... Who's so, the table. I'm sorry, so it's probably just the middle. 
just the middle because the middle just finds like tight ground. Oh, two five. Yeah. Yeah. And, like two five five's... ten is where there's a little more action. Win like... two five is is very not reggae, but it's so funny because win two five was it used to be the reggae. When I first moved came to Vegas like four and a half years ago. Let's say like three to four and a half years ago. In between that time, mm -hmm. it was nothing but regs. Yeah. Everybody would just sit down with the max, and the game was just like pulling teeth. Yeah. It was not good. The game was just not good. Yeah. Whereas you went to go play one three five hundred, game was off the hook. I know. A absolutely off the charts. And I was just like, why am I playing any other game in the room? Yeah. Win two five. I think I. I also just I've ran really good every time I've played there. I'm up the most at win two five out of every like game that I've played this year. And you won the most. I went. Yeah. Five. Like think, you. Yeah. You can have sessions where you walk out plus 4k plus 3k like and it's it will ha it's not like an anomaly like it'll happen yeah. a lot so that game's great but yeah. oh but but back to the question of of what how to like prepare for it i think just play just play like study i would study and get better like the way i like to study is through online cuz you can kind of try out new stuff at lower stakes and with more volume yeah. and you can also get data on what you're doing and sort of assess things and you can get the hand histories and you don't have to write things down blah 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 more hands but um like sharpening through that way and then getting the reps in and then playing live to get comfortable playing live lowest stakes you can to get comfortable and then just like moving up from there whenever you, you know, taking some shots, if that doesn't work out, dropping back down. I, I'm not great at the dropping back down part. It's, I'm all over the place. I, hate I don't doing care that, what I'm playing. So yeah. as long as the game's good and I feel like I'm going to have some type of fun. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, the, when, when you go from playing online to playing live, it just feels like so fucking easy. It's just like, this is insane. It's literally free money and I'm playing bigger than I would play online. So it feels awesome. Mm when you like get yourself sharp online and then you play live that's to me like the best transition yeah i mean because you're playing 50 cent dollar online and then you just go play one two where it's like well, yeah especially if you go to play like mgm or something right you know, just kind of well you're going really from big. like you're winning i don't know like six to twelve big lines for 100 online and then you're going to play live where you can win 60 60 big blinds or 100 or whatever so it's That's yeah basically my hourly yeah <laughs> playing one two max yeah. stack yeah it's um it's definitely doable yeah no it's, it's actually kind of wild you know, actually in the game. yeah well there is just sort of free money i mean people are going there and clearly seeing their chips as uh like gambling tokens just to see yeah. flops and try and make hands. And then your job there is to be the house and make them pay to make their hands that they want to make. It's so true. And, and then Florida fluff them off when they don't so get there. It's fun for that. <laughs> yeah. Florida cash is alive and yeah. fucking well. Florida cash. Those games is... are so good. Yeah. Like, because, like, most people, so there's um, a lot of PLO going on in Florida, mm -hmm. a lot of, um, Two, from 2-2 two, two to 10-10, ten, ten, five cards. Mm -hmm. And there is just so much action. In like, to the point where it's like, you can probably move here and make a nice living playing 2-2 two, two PLO. Yeah. And like, 
I don't know. It's I feel like a lot of the gamblers have just moved toward more cards right now in other places other than Las Vegas. Yeah, I think PLO is well, I can see why PLO uh, would attract more gamblers because you have more cards to gamble with, so you're more likely to make a hand in any given scenario. You're and you're more likely to sort of like get it all in on the flop and run it out type of thing. Um, I don't know. Those games are fucking crazy. I the P, the PLO I have played in um, Florida and Texas. It just shows me that more gamblers want it. They kind of like go that way and they just yeah. want to play everyone's saying you're not making blah 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 cap to so i think it's probably not possible in a 100 big blind cap game but we're talking about match stack so you're definitely able to make more big blinds per hour with match stack games i don't know what's possible what's not possible all i know is for two months before i the series yeah i played a lot of mgm cash and I was making 60 well, big blinds. It's a hour. lot easier when you are sitting, like you can sit a thousand plus big blinds deep and yeah. stack people for yeah, that much. For sure. But, um, just what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know what to tell you. All right, well. Yeah, are you going to do something with our lives? Yeah, we've been going for about an hour. I think this was a good, I mean, I think that we did pretty well considering it was just the two of us. For two people that looked at each other in the car ride over here and said, what are we talking about today? I know. I Someone said right. scroll up to my question. Ooh, ooh. Can you just copy and paste it? I can't find it. Watch oh. it be something really trolly after I, after I look through question, to find I'm going to find your question. I don't know, man. We lost them. We lost you. I can't go back that far. Yo, shout out to my boy Sid, that, who I um, was waiting for the plane last today, and he came up and he was like, yo, I love the podcast. And shout out to Sid. Yeah, he's always in the fucking chat talking, and you know, we had a good conversation yesterday. Oh. Yeah. That's always nice. That was cool. But I don't see this guy's question. Yeah. I'm sorry, Prod. Okay, well, tomorrow is Friday, right? Tomorrow's Friday? Tomorrow is Friday, and Jenna has not answered me yet, but she should be here with us tomorrow. Yeah. Either, I'm going to either try to get Jenna or Jamin. Jamin, you hear me? Yeah. You, you, sh you showered them. me today. You know what you said? You said tomorrow is literally the only day I couldn't do. So now I'm asking you for Friday. Wow. Are, are you there? Can you hear Someone me? Someone said, can you guys talk about the pirates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it pains my soul so much when we go on like 30 plus minute talks about the pirates it it makes me die a little bit inside every time <laughs> it's pretty great all right well we'll be back tomorrow maybe with Damon, maybe with jenno maybe with someone off the street that we find today i don't know we'll figure it out Thank you guys for joining us for another episode and we will uh see you then jonathan first of all jonathan go fuck yourself okay? <laughs> i see I, I, we we see you yeah. in every comment section every being a negative one. nancy but you know what you're still here every you're still here watching it's true so thank you jonathan we love for you, jonathan. being an only friend <laughs> and we'll see you tomorrow